Is everyone else recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Yep, I'm recording also. Yep. Okay, everybody ready? I'm going to do the Adam's Family thing, okay? Okay. One, two, three. Ba-na-na-na. Ba-na-na-na. Whatever, fuck it. I'll edit this. It'll work. (laughs) It's impossible to do. It's impossible to do. Okay. Sean, take it away. All right. (laughs) You sure? It's, I can do it. It's fine. Okay. Everyone, open up a web browser. Go to a website called (laughs) time.is. You got it open? No. Do it now. Okay. Time dot is. Jesus. My time is exact. Okay. I want you to clap at 45 seconds. 8.32.45. Got it? Got it. Just once? Just once. Okay. <laughs> All right. What if it's a little early? Okay. It's good. That'll be close enough. That's a pretty good idea. I liked it. Okay. Uh, and, and everyone is recording, right? I thought that was part of the bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm keeping this all in. All right. Welcome to uh, Mildly Pleases Most Anticipated uh, Movies of 2019. It's a podcast featuring Sean Lemmy. John Otney. Carl Westman. Matt Kirstens. And we're going to use this opportunity to conclude our uh, end of the year wrap up by looking ahead to 2019, which we're already in, but the government still shut down. So I think we're okay doing this. Um, if you have not listened to one of these before, it's when uh, John and I count down our 10 movies we're looking forward to seeing most this year. And Colin lists the 10 movies he hopes he doesn't have to see this year kind of oddly um and matt carson's is here just to to weigh in with color commentary uh i think usually i make john go first so maybe i'll go first this year if everyone's okay with that i'm not i'm going first okay let's hear it (laughs) okay my number 10 is called parasite it's a new south korean movie from bong joon ho i've seen all his movies he most recently did okia he also did Snowpiercer. I, this movie is not supernatural or a horror movie or a sci-fi movie. I don't really know what it's about. According to Asian Wiki, which is a thing, here's the description in Asian Wiki. Parasite is a movie that shows how people in the present days live through two families who resemble each other and look different. Hmm. So hmm. decipher that as you will. They resemble each other and look different. Exactly. Is it like those Discover card commercials where it's like a guy calling a guy who looks a lot like himself? I think that's it, but it's a, finally they made it into a movie. And it, but it's got Park Gang Do, who's like the South Korean George Clooney. Have we seen him in anything? Yeah, he's in all the the Bong Joon Ho movies. He's in The Host. Okay. He's not handsome like George Clooney. He's popular like George Clooney. <laughs> oh, I think I know who he is then, because I assumed he was a handsome guy, and I know that one guy. He's like who's fat always in Asian Owen Wilson movies. Yeah, he's not. Is he George Owen Wilson Clooney or George Clooney? <laughs> Can he be both? He seems more like Jack Black, to be honest. Like, just because he's fat. 
Not everyone who's fat is Jack Black. Is Chris Christie Jack Black? Could no. be. He's more like, uh, I don't know, James Gandolfini. All right, Sean, is James Gandolfini in your number 10? No, he passed away several years ago. But my number 10 most anticipated movie of the year is Ad Astra, the epic sci-fi thriller from James Gray, uh, who's the uh, you know Zed City guy um, and We Own the Night guy. But this one doesn't have Joaquin Phoenix in it. It has Brad Pitt, and he's going to space. And the pitch that I heard for Ad Astra was that he wanted to make a movie about how space is awful and just a bad place to be. Uh, I, I think the comparison was to the heart of darkness uh, as, as the inspiration for the story about a man who has to seek out his dad who is lost somewhere around Neptune. And the man is Brad Pitt and his dad is Tommy Lee Jones. And Donald Sutherland also is in the movie. And for some reason, Jamie Kennedy is also in the movie. Hell yeah. Shucky, shucky, duck, duck. <laughs> Hell yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. I didn't realize you were such a fan. Uh, the, what was it called? This show? The Jamie Kennedy Experiment? Uh, I think the experiment was a success. <laughs> He's like the American Sasha Baron Cohen, you know. <laughs> That's why everybody loves him so much. Well, he got a role in this, so yeah. I guess the experiment was the success. He's back, baby. He's back. Looking forward to it. Um, there's always like one good space movie a year, and I think maybe this will be the one. Wait, what was the good space movie this year? Was Was First Man the space movie this year? I think First Man was my yeah. good space movie for 2018. Colin, I look forward to hearing your good space movie. Um, as far as I know, none of it takes place in space. And this one is, you know, it's a number 10 because it's, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I'm mildly curious about it, but it seems like it'll probably be like a misfire. It's, um... Joker, directed by Todd Phillips, starring Yaquid Phoenix. Mm, yeah. A near miss from my list. Yeah? Yeah. Because <laughs> it is like, yeah, any anything Yaquid Phoenix stars in these days, you know, it is could be interesting. Is that the proper pronunciation? What, 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 what am I doing wrong? I pronounce it Joaquin, but I never pronounce anything right, so I'm not, I wasn't going to say that. I'm just assuming Colin knows more than I No, do. I think that's right. It's Joaquin. I, I don't know. This Anyways. is a movie that I thought like I'd always hear about and be like, oh, you know, that's not real. Yeah, yeah it doesn't seem real. <laughs> um, but, you know, he, he, he could give an interesting performance. It's just like I don't know what – Todd Phillips is <laughs> as a director. I mean, he's most famous for the Hangover movies, and his last movie was War Dogs. Was so, it Martin Scorsese like attached to this or something? Like a producer, maybe. I think he was going to produce at one point, and I think and Robert De Niro's in it. Um, yeah. 
So I don't know if they're going for like a more serious. It sounds like <laughs> Joker it. movie. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, his performances are usually pretty intense. And, but you know, again, Todd Phillips, mostly a comedy director. Well, it's called The Joker. Yeah. I just don't understand who wants to see a Joker movie that doesn't have Batman in it. Edgelords. Who? Edgelords. What's an edgelord? <laughs> is that like a Doctor Who thing? That's <laughs> uh, a Time Lord. This is totally different. It's like someone who uh, like acts like they're edgy or like... Uh, pushing the boundaries but they're just actually pathetic it's like someone who wears a t-shirt and jeans but then wears like a big leather duster over that and a fedora and has a collection of swords <laughs> yeah so john pretty, gets it pretty sweet <laughs> and also really likes v for vendetta you know yeah it's, totally. it's similar to like a milady like a well, it's the same kind of thing same thing <laughs> i don't know what that is either. well i was going into neckbeard territory but they're pretty much the same thing edgelords are just a little edgier they're a little more intense um speaking of i I also think i read that this is supposed to be in like a separate dc universe from the the dceu with uh you know ben affleck and henry cavill that's like dc dark or something oh sweet Yeah. (laughs) yeah sort of by necessity right because uh jared leto is the joker of the dceu yeah and they're also probably making a movie with him and harley yeah. quinn which will be very good i'm sure but as far as i know isn't coming out this year yeah so dude so he's supposed to be list. in in that and suicide squad too mm. and there was like also talk of like a just just him not not to, <laughs> not that he's also in the uh the one with harley quinn as well but like two sort of spinoffs with him so yeah. so this movie is in the dark universe and the other yes. universe is not dark. No, it's Got it. Uh, so is this movie going to be really dark? Like you'll just be able to see nothing except blood. Except blood. <laughs> dark yeah, blood. Um it's it seems like they've pretty much given up completely on the whole universe thing though. I don't know. Is Shazam in this universe? Well, that's in the dark universe with all the Not jokes. The dark universe. No, I mean the light universe. Never mind. Yeah. What if Shazam makes a cameo in this? <laughs> He's like, hey, guys. Maybe more on Shazam later. John, what's your number nine? My number nine is uh, the follow-up uh, from hereditary Ari Aster has a movie coming out this year. Can you believe that? A movie in, in two, two years back to back. That's crazy. His second film, it's called Midsummer, and it's about a couple that travels to Sweden to visit their friend's rural hometown for some sort of festival, and then it turns into some sort of crazy pagan cult thingy. Sounds a lot like um, The Wicker Man, uh, but I assume it'll be like a classy affair. Not that the Wicker Man isn't a classy affair. It's pretty. It's pretty damn. It's more like hippy dippy. It's like hippie shit. But uh, like Ari Aster said, like one of his big influences on this movie is Black Narcissus, and uh, so I assume it'll be really stylish and disturbing. It's got people I don't know, though. It does have William Jackson Harper, Cheedy from The Good Place. So nice. 
somewhere in there in that cast. So that's cool. Uh, it, they're keeping it kind of under wraps, but it comes out in August, and it's A24. And I assume just a bunch of creepy masks and shit, you know? That's all anyone really wants. Yeah, to kind of build off the last two movies we talked about, my number nine is It Chapter 2. Uh, the the sequel, uh, the other part of the book of It, uh, with the uh, the adult version of the... Uh, what's their group called? Like the Losers? The Losers Club. The Losers Club. Um, dumb idiots. I liked it chapter one. Uh, I, Barely. I you gave it three stars. I call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I call bullshit on this pick. Here's the thing. I find it very intriguing. I, I my problem with it chapter one was it wasn't very scary, and it was supposed to be like super scary. Um, uh, I haven't watched it because I'm too scared. So maybe I should just watch it. Yeah, you won't be that. Sean scary. just said it wasn't very scary. So I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I should tune in. But um, when you know when the first one came out, we learned a lot about what's going on in that book and all the stuff that I didn't know about from spoilers. Uh, shucky, shucky, duck, duck, Sean. Stop saying that. That's a weird <laughs> thing to say. I don't think Sean has dropped a single spoiler. <laughs> you can't be too careful these days. First, also, it's a book from like thirty something years ago. I saw most of the other ones so. <laughs> so you you have seen it at some point but you don't remember it's something you're to get it's a spoiler yeah but sean i assume you're also excited because of the casting right yes that's what i wanted to talk about we have james mcavoy jessica chastain bill Hader, uh and my favorite casting decision isaiah mustafa the uh old spice guy oh, nice <laughs> wow but like super dramatic he's probably not gonna be shirtless <laughs> probably not and yeah it's it's I'm, I'm not expecting it to end up being one of my favorite movies of the year but i'd be lying if i wasn't looking forward to it and so it's on my list um so this is another one where like it has some interesting things going on with it but it could be bad it could be not bad but i also feel like it's something we might as well talk about and there's an untitled Terminator reboot coming out this Hell year. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I feel like um Colin I'm pretty sure James Cameron I'm pretty sure James Cameron like said like okay guys this is the one. This is going to be good. I really me. like this one. It's really good. Um remember when I said that like three other times but this for sure is like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're making it seem like he's more involved with this one than he has with the past ones. I don't know if that's true. He's got so many avatars to make. <laughs> but, uh, and it seems like it basically stars Arnold. I don't know if that'll be true. It seems like... Did you guys see Genesis? Hell no. Uh, no. I'm trying to think how many I haven't seen. I'm pretty sure Terminator 3 is the last one I saw. Have I only missed two Terminator movies? Yeah. Salvation and The best and part Genesis. about Genesis was Arnold. Like, he was so good. Yeah. He's barely in the movie. Mm-hmm. Why? That's all they need to do. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that good. It just has to have Arnold. I just wonder if they don't have the confidence that he can carry a movie still because he hasn't 
really starred in a movie. And seems like he starred in a lot of movies. I guess he has. <laughs> They've just never been like Terminator big. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. I think they did. They're afraid of seeing uh, like putting an old person that on like the you know at the mm-hmm. front lines doing action. You know, they think they just want to see hot people, even though nobody cares about that. <laughs> it is interesting that they're going soft reboot style. And I assume that now everything after Terminator 2 doesn't count because that seems to be a popular thing to do these days, too. <laughs> well, they've done that. They've done that every single time. <laughs> the TV show is like Terminator 3 gets so much hate, but it's the third best Terminator. And like, it's just it's just simply easier to just soft reboot at this point yeah this could either be good or terrible but i i feel like it's definitely got to be better than genesis yeah, if, right? it ha- if they give him like a couple lines that's <laughs> all it takes that's all it takes yeah well to be fair i'm sure genesis was much higher on my least anticipated movies that year just because it was called genesis <laughs> it's pretty sweet there's like an app i think what do you mean there's a genesis app the the whole plot was like john in reality i don't know john connor's like buddy or something was like he's like i gotta get everyone to download my app so that i can like kill everybody and like that's how skynet is it's like through an app yeah and everyone's like he's like you gotta download the app yeah sounds super relevant (laughs) that's also the plot of king's man the first Kingsman movie. John, what's your number eight? Well, it was it chapter two, but I don't want to talk about it again, so I've just changed it to Pet Cemetery. Oh, nice. Do you guys know they're making another Pet Cemetery? I forgot, but yeah, I heard that at one point. It's it's cool because it's the 30th anniversary of the last movie, and I watched that this year, and it's pretty cool. If you don't know the premise of Pet Cemetery, family moves into this rural house, and there's a cemetery nearby where if you bury things in it, they'll come back as kind of like zombie-like people, so it's pretty freaky. And I play on reading the book, too. And what's cool is they got... Um, I remember the guy who worked on The Terror, that show I liked, is, was involved with the writing of this. And they got some like fresh like indie directors on this. Like This is their first big movie. And it's got, um, in the classic role of Judd Crandall, John Lithgow. So he's going to be the guy who's like, oh, don't want to go up in that pet cemetery there. Except he's not really doing a ridiculous voice in the trailer, but uh, I'm sure he'll be really good. It stars Amy Simons and Jason Clark, who we were talking about on our last podcast because we were just talking about how big he seems. He's a mountain of a man, even though he's only six one. But hopefully he'll be in something that I actually see and want to see. Uh, so that's cool. And it comes out in April. And you know the original movie has a lot of cool ideas. Um, but it's kind of cheesy, so there's a lot of stuff to improve on. The monsters. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the cat. The cat looks way better. He's like a zombie cat. He looks so good in the new one. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Hopefully it has that Ramones Pet Cemetery theme song again. I'm a big fan of that. I didn't know that existed. Uh, Sean, your your number whatever, because I... Yeah, my number eight is Joe Joe Rabbit, the new Taika YTD movie, uh, which as far as I know, has the bizarre premise of being about a little boy living during World War II whose only friend is an imaginary Adolf Hitler, played by Taika Waititi. Um, Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) 
it has a pretty cool cast. It's got um, Scarlett Johansson as the kid's mom. Uh, Thomason McKenzie, the girl from uh, Leave No Trace, is the uh, the friend he makes. Uh, Sam Rockwell, Rebel Wilson, Alfie Allen, and Stephen Merchant all also in the movie. Um, and the thing is, Taika Waititi has made enough good movies that I trust him. And if he thinks this is like the the, the thing he needs to make right now, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him that chance and, and check it out and and be honestly looking forward to seeing it. I'm sure it'll be funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seems like a hard thing to pull off, but I, yeah, maybe maybe it could work. Funny Hitler. Well, if Hitler has a New Zealand accent, I'm I'm in. Yeah, maybe maybe that'll sell it. I hope so. I could just listen to what's his name in uh, Thor Ragnarok. That's my guy. <laughs> he needs his own spinoff movie. Come on, Shrine. You know the names it's, of the entire. It's like a Marvel expanded universe. Korg. It, yeah, it's like a guttural sound. <laughs> <laughs> I watched an interview with him talking about like how he came up with I mean it's it's his voice but just a little bit He said that there's like these in New Zealand like all the nightclubs have these like enormous like Samoan uh bouncers but they all are like really nice sweet guys and talk like Korg. <laughs> <laughs> so that was his inspiration for that. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see more of Korg if they make another Thor movie. But until then, I'm going to settle for this. You don't think he's going to be an Endgame? I don't think he's going to be an Endgame. Oh, that's that's a poor. I don't think like Tessa Thompson or any of those people are going to be in it. But maybe I'll be wrong. Do you think Korg disappeared? Yeah. I think Doug definitely. Well, Doug was already dead. I think. I think he came back to life. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, he came back to life. Well, maybe. So I bet Doug died again. Colin, yours. Uh, my number eight is Playmobil the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those toys haven't been popular for so long, right? Yeah, it's just, you know, such a blatant, like, cashing in on the Lego movie of just making a movie about, like, the toys you would get if your parents, like, couldn't, like, shell out the money for Legos that get you, like, your cousins like hand-me-down playmobil toys <laughs> and uh the premise looks pretty similar it's just um like at the beginning like a girl and a boy get turned into playmobil characters you don't learn at the end that like there's a real world out there uh, like the island yeah i guess I've, i never saw the island what do you mean sean had it on vhs yeah i know <laughs> You want to borrow my tape? Shot had a 2005 movie on VHS. That's crazy. That was the last year that they're making like new movies on VHS. Yeah. I believe it was a Safeway edition. What a savings! <laughs> Did you have to use your club card? I don't know, Colin. This cast looks pretty good. I see uh, Anya Taylor Joy. I assume is one of the people who gets shrunken down. But then I see yeah. Daniel Radcliffe, Jim Gaffigan, Adam Lambert, and Megan Trainer. Uh, yeah two of those people are singers <laughs> i'm sure there are plenty of animated cg movies that have good 
voice cast is just, you know, they're picking up a paycheck. Well, the joke was that it wasn't that impressive. It, it actually oh, isn't by most animated movies. Yeah, what about standards? the Emoji movie had a killer cast? Yeah, and it was... Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And that guy who got kicked off the train for bombs or, you know... What? <laughs> you know, what's his face? He went crazy. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. oh, sorry. It's brutal. Sorry to let you down, John. TJ Miller. I was obviously exaggerating a bit. He did something with bombs on a train? He said that he was... T- I wasn't... A- well, he said, like, there's, there's, like, the bomb... You guys don't know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't think so. I thought he just like was in the Me Too thing. <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember. TJ Miller arrested for alleged fake bomb threat. This happened last April. Oh, weird. He called in a bomb threat from Wait, Amtrak. was it on 420? It was on no. April 11th. The 411. <laughs> I can't believe you guys don't remember that. That was like part of the downfall <laughs> of TJ Miller. Like he, he was like insane. Yeah. He'll just... They canceled his weird monster puppet show talk show. Hmm. I feel like I'm a lot more well-versed in my T.J. Miller lore than you guys. Everybody else checked out immediately when they had the chance. <laughs> I thought my like the Skype was broken. <laughs> no, <laughs> we were just it. trying to rack our brains for what T.J. Miller bomb scare was. Well, so the news cycle moves fast these days. Something's way off from Playmobil here. I know. I don't have much to say about Playmobil. Just looks like the Lego movie, but with Playmobil. Well, those toys were okay, but that's definitely like if you go into a toy store and they have Playmobil and not Lego, then you've gone into the wrong toy store. <laughs> you've gone to like an Uncle's Games or something. <laughs> you've gone to an educational toy store. You go to like the shitty toy store from Small Soldiers that the kid's dad owned that they sold like. Like classic toys. I didn't think that was something I still cared about, but it turns out I get pretty pissed thinking about toy, toy stores like that. <laughs> well, they'll all be gone someday, anyways. I'm sure um, they're already gone. Pretty scary thing for kids. Also, another scary thing for kids is my next pick. Uh, which was going to be Jojo Rabbit, but now it's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the movie. You guys remember the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark books from the 90s? They're the ones with the really graphic drawings, black and white. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, they're turning that into a movie, and it comes out this summer. Um, It's being produced and was co-written by Guillermo del Toro, along with some of the guys who worked on like some of the Saw movies. And uh, it's directed by Andre Overdahl, who did Troll Hunter. Huh. And looks like it's got Dean Norris huh. from, from Breaking Bad. And I, I don't know if it's like an anthology or what it is. It just says, a group of young people attempt to solve a mystery that involves a series of spectacularly horrific deaths in their hometown. I don't even know if this is like R. It sounds like it's like, let's try to cash in on nostalgia and the success of it. So that sounds like a good plan when you like, that's the reason you make a movie. So <laughs> this is just smart. This is smart. This, this is how you make money. So it's just unknown kids. Yeah. It looks like it's mostly a pretty unknown cast. I, I dropped Dean Norris's name, but he's like, got like Oh yeah. Seventh billing here. <laughs> yeah. He got out from under that dome. I assume he's just a mean dad. 
or maybe he's some sort of horrific monster. Yeah, I would definitely recommend looking up the the pictures uh, from that book to see if they like um, rejog your memory because I vividly remember this book from elementary library and being like, "Whoa, I ain't touching that shit." <laughs> this should be banned. It just is that scary. So if it's anything like reading that book, I wasn't planning on having those on my list. I'm just trying to not have the same list as John. This will probably suck, Sean. Your next pick. My next pick is *Knives Out*, the Ryan Johnson film that oh, has worst director all the ever. stars. Uh, no, I like him. He's pretty good. I really like *The Last Jedi*, and also I really liked *Brick*. So I am not at all opposed to him returning to the murder mystery genre. I don't know if it'll be an actual like noir film, uh, but there's not a ton of plot to go on in *Knives Out* right now, except that it's like a mystery crime thing about. A murder, and they want to figure out who did the murder, and I'm pretty sure Kathleen Kennedy like has complete control over this, movie. <laughs> and it's like basically not letting him do anything. That's <laughs> what I heard. He's gonna get fired, and they're gonna bring in Rob Reiner. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot lighter. Can you believe that? Like all the people that are like. Oh, because I didn't like Last Jedi. Ryan Johnson's a terrible filmmaker. I feel like I this movie I'm I have a lot of faith in, and I hope will be good just to prove everyone wrong. I mean, clearly most people in the industry must still like Ryan Johnson. It's a pretty stacked cast. People in the industry liked the Last Jedi. Yeah, but yeah. look, idiots! This is a corporate fuck money machine. Yeah. Just remember, people in general liked the Last Jedi. It's just the internet is fucked up. Russian spies hated the last Jedi. <laughs> That's the problem. But yeah, as we keep alluding to, it's got a stack cast. I'll just read through a bunch of names real quick. Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Lakeith Stanfield, Michael Shannon, Anna DeArmas, Don Johnson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, Christopher Plummer. Uh, I see Ricky Lindholm from uh, Garfunkel and Oates up in this bitch. Uh all these people are just signing up just to work with the worst director. <laughs> James Bond and Captain America. Crazy. It'll be out in November, so that's a good sign. Oh, that's awfully close to the new Star Wars. Though. Yeah, that's going to be like the big box office uh, discussion. <laughs> Will the second month of Knives Out be able to stand up to <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine? And that will finally prove that he's a bad director. Yeah. I keep trying to get more info on my pick at number seven, and I keep getting more confused and also <laughs> keep doubting that it'll actually come out in 2019. Um, it's Kingsman 3, which is not supposed to star Taron Edgerton, and also I keep reading that there's also talk of doing like a back-to-back prequel to the Kingsman movies. Um, I guess they maybe want to get uh, Rafe Fiennes to star in the third one, and maybe The Rock will be in it. I what? don't know. I, I, it's really confusing. Dwayne DJ Johnson? <laughs> I, I guess. It just like seems hard to imagine him in a movie so like violent and And shitty. English. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think he'd do the voice the accent I mean like a British accent 
Well, they got Channing Tatum in this universe being like the American guy. I assume The Rock will be like an American guy. I think also it's possible that Channing Tatum will play a larger role in the third one. I'm also acting like I know anything about this fucking series. I haven't seen any of them. I just watched like <laughs> part of one that Sean was watching. And uh, from that part I watched, I was like, yeah, this is not for me. This is when they was like just mowing down a bunch of people in a church. And uh, yeah, I feel America like loves that scene. I know it seemed I didn't even know the context of it and I was just turned off by it. <laughs> um, I don't know. You guys saw the first Kingsman. It seems like you didn't like it. I didn't. I liked the first King. I liked it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. It's gross and fine. It's like killing everyone in the world is what solves all of our problems and is super sexist <laughs> and creepy. <laughs> and that church scene is he- incredibly disturbing. <laughs> the whole movie's. You guys watch Game of Thrones is like the grossest thing of all time. Yeah, but they're not. They're not like. They're not usually like portrayed like these are all the good guys. Like Kingsman's like we're like protecting your ass. But killing half of the world because <laughs> it's like a, they make it in a fun montage i think granted this is like a hate group and there's like i, I feel like there's some chip but they, there's like a, there's like sim cards in their in their heads that are forcing them to commit acts like the, these these crazy like acts and then colin first starts gun them down so they're not even like it's people being controlled against their will and then being murdered by someone else so <laughs> That's the most that horrifying thing I can think of. <laughs> and then you have that, you have like Samuel Jackson, who they give him that stupid voice, and he's like, being smart makes you weak. I heard that was his own decision. Okay, well, aside from that, like his character <laughs> is uh, like, I feel like because he's a okay, let's because move he's on. A, I don't need okay, to be told. I could go off on Kingsman quite a bit. I really hate it. Anyways, maybe there's two new Kingsman movies coming. Jesus, why do people like the King of Kingsman so much? I don't know. It's shitty teen James Bond. Like, remember James Bond Jr.? It's like that, but with more violence and sex. <laughs> and also, the first movie spends its whole like runtime building up this um, woman agent as like the actual best agent. And then at the end, they just shoot her off into space. And she's just like slowly <laughs> descending in a parachute while all the action is happening. It's really a bummer. Doesn't do fucking shit. Okay, what number are we on? I'm so, I'm uh, so lost. Seven? That was number seven for me. Yeah, so six now. Okay, I'm definitely, I'm not, I'm just going, I'm just going for it. Okay, so <laughs> I feel like you're trying to avoid. I'm trying to avoid picking anything movies that, that Sean's Sean picked, picked but really it seems like you guys picked the same list. Aren't you supposed to just move on and just announce it and then move to the? I end? probably I will have to near the okay. end. I think you have to. You don't have to change your picks. Yeah. Well, I'm not okay. Well, my next pick is uh, basically the premise is: What if Superman had come to Earth, but grown up and been a murderer? <laughs> Yeah. Kingsman Five. <laughs> uh, this is this is a movie called Brightburn, and basically the, the premise is a kid crash lands in some sort of Kansas like town, and um, it, then the movie is mostly set when he's around like twelve years old, and he's using his powers, but he's using them for evil. He's got like he's killing people with his laser vision and stuff. You know, it's like 
I guess it's like Chronicle in that way. It's Chronicle meets Superman, super dark. Uh, it stars Elizabeth Banks and Roy from The Office. Uh, and it just it looks really cool. It's uh, written by some of James Gunn's relatives because he's just got so many people in the industry, I guess. Like it was written by one of one of his other brothers and then one of his cousins, and he's also producing. And I really like the style of the movie. Like the kid wears a like a bag or like a like a knit cap over his face and has glowing red eyes, and he's got this spooky red cape, and he's just flying around and being a creepy, creepy, creepy boy. That's a superhero name. He's creepy boy. Hmm. Brightburn comes out in May. Hmm. May. Going May I hear your next pick, Sean? Yeah, my next pick. Uh, I'd be surprised if it's on your list. Uh, is Little Women, the Greta Gerwig adaptation of the classic nineteenth-century uh, novel that I don't really know anything about, except it's about like a a, a group of sisters growing up in america somewhere <laughs> uh but i put it there's got to my... be like a synopsis you could read right you i feel like you're really going <laughs> off book <laughs> i don't i don't think there's any information out there on this classic novel impossible <laughs> the thing is it's all really long and then i'm just spoiling it for myself you know sisters live and grow in post-civil war america that's what i said yeah really you did say the civil war but I said 19th century. That's uh, that's very that's vague though. Yeah. All right. Well, it's written and directed by Greta Gerwig, and I have liked all the movies that Greta Gerwig has written, uh, and that I've also seen. Uh, as long as they meet both those requirements, I liked that movie. Um, and it's got a good cast too. Meryl Streep's in it. Saoirse Ronan, you know, reuniting after that Ladybird hotness. Uh, same is true for uh, Timothy Chalamet. Um, popping in there. I see Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul himself, uh, also in the cast. I bet he's gonna have a pretty funny wig on. <laughs> Was he in Lincoln? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. He's got that Civil War air about him do you think they're going to make any attempt to modernize modernize this or you think it's a pretty straight adaptation it says according to a producer I'm, i'm reading wikipedia now so you can trust me the new adaptation focuses more on the sisters young adult lives particularly meg joe and amy uh, as they leave their family home the film jumps back and forth in time and focuses more on themes rather than narrative I was just wondering if they're going to do like a Marie Antoinette thing where it's going to have like sweet hip alternative rock soundtrack or like a Knight's Tale. I guess we're going to have to wait and see. It's not coming out until Christmas. so I'm going to guess it probably is not going to do that. <laughs> have you guys read this book or seen any of the many adaptations that have been made? Nope. Do you know there was an adaptation of it that came out in on September 28th, 2018. I think I do remember seeing that <laughs> and being like, aren't they making another one? Did it have notable people involved? It had notable person, Leah Thompson, from Back to the Future. Uh, yeah, I know who that is, but... It's <laughs> like straight to Lifetime or something? Like, what is this? Oh, I didn't look that far. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Colin. Colin? Okay, so my number six, I feel like this movie could be huge or a huge flop. <laughs> I guess we'll see. It's Cats, yeah. an adaptation uh. directed by Tom Hooper. <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's got some big names in it. Idris Elba, uh, Ian McKellen, James Corden, Judy Dench, Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Did you say James Corden Fuck. already? I said James okay. Corden. Okay. I just assume he's in it. Yeah, of course. How could he not be? Um, <laughs> he plays Bustopher Jones. Sweet. I honestly don't know much about this musical other than it you know, seems like kind of a joke and like the costumes seem super ridiculous and i guess i'm intrigued to see how ridiculous they look on screen maybe they'll go a different route maybe they'll make them look super hot like everyone's gonna have like nine packs like sexy furry yeah it's like skin tight Catwoman costume (sighs) wow but probably not. It's probably the better one. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know with a, a Tom Hooper adaptation of Cats because I feel like he usually does like pretty serious period dramas. I mean, he did oh, Les Rob, yeah. but it seemed like a pretty serious musical as far as musicals go. Not a lot of laughs in that one. Not, no one's throwing any pies, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what his take on Cats How serious is can be. Cats be? I have no idea. Probably not that serious. What's the most? What's the saddest thing that could happen to a cat? Oh, there are lots of sad things. Do <laughs> cat? Yeah, it can die in all sorts of ways. Get some sort of urinary tract infection. Yeah. There you go. Diabetes. <laughs> like that one like famous s- cat that looks like Wilford Brimley. Super fat. <laughs> you get? You guys know what I'm talking about? No. Diab- diabetes cat? Nope. God, you guys aren't getting any of my references tonight. This is all Sorry. gold. You gotta look up the diabetes cat. Mm. He's really scary. He looks like Wolford mm. Brimley, but like, mm. he looks like Wolford Brimley got bitten by a cat and then turned into some sort of monster. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at this cat. Yeah. I would be so fucking afraid of that as my cat. <laughs> But yeah, oh, yeah, God, no, this is like just something to try to like throw into the Oscar race next year, and I'm gonna be fucking sick. I'm sick of it already, and hasn't even <laughs> I haven't seen a single clip of it. That's not even like wrapped shooting, probably. <sighs> I'm not looking forward to it, unless they're super hot. <laughs> then I'm then I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah, well, can all hold that hope. Uh, what's your number five, John? It's another sophomore effort. Uh, from this time from Robert Eggers, who made The Witch, which is poopy pants scary. This movie is called The Lighthouse, and it's about an aging lighthouse uh, keeper in the early twentieth century. Uh, it seems like his name, at least everywhere I find, his name is just old, <laughs> and he's played by Willem Dafoe. I see. It also has um. Robert Pattinson in it and I remember there was some controversy about this movie because Robert Pattinson said this was like such a like horrible shoot like it was so intense and like he hated it but he thinks the movie's gonna be good um, 
I don't know what could have been so intense about it. I don't really know. I mean, it's like a ghost story. They filmed at an actual lighthouse that they, they built for the movie in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably the most interesting thing about it right now is that they filmed the movie with cameras from the 1940s and lenses from the 1920s. So it's 35 millimeter black and white film stock, which is like, you don't see that anywhere. So that's going to be pretty crazy, man. Yeah, you better be able to fucking bring it with that sort of bullshit. <laughs> you know, that could have been part of the reason why, like if you're using like equipment that's like 80 years old, I'm sure you got to be perfect. And it's yeah. probably pretty stressful to get that right. When Maybe you're just breaking down at Robert Pattinson, just like, fucking come on guys we didn't have to do this on twice because like right now not knowing anything about the movie i'm like they're in a lighthouse like is it is he upset from all the water getting splashed on the lighthouse is he getting too wet is that why he's having a bad time i don't know but it just everything about this sounds so intriguing and i love that they're keeping it kind of a mystery and it's just called the lighthouse it's it's just a mystery man it's a24 because it's just that's just what they do they do stuff like this. Sean, was your next movie filmed on 35 millimeter black and white? Uh, I. It it might have been shot on film, but not black and white. Uh, because my next pick is The Irishman from uh, Marty Scorsese. Uh, the movie that I think is supposed to be the most expensive movie that Netflix has ever made because it costs so much money to make Robert De Niro and Al Pacino look young. I'm really excited for that, by the way. Uh, and presumably Joe Pesci, too. Joe Pesci also uh, is in this movie. Obviously, that's that's like the, 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 the headline. It's that uh, Pacino and... Um, Scorsese are finally together and De Niro and Pacino are together again and De Niro and Scorsese and Pesci are all together again and Pesci's not retired and Harvey Keitel's in it and uh, it's a Jimmy Hoffa movie and you know that's 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 a good mystery for Martin Scorsese to, to tackle but is but is DiCaprio in it uh, I don't remember seeing his name on the cast list Oh man, he's well, not. He got enough. most of his guys. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they would have to like age him up instead of de-age him. <laughs> yeah, that's way too hard. Make him like really old. I feel like that'd be way easier to age someone up than to de-age someone. <laughs> Ooh, check this you out. Ray Romano's so. in it, you guys. Sweet. What's his age? Fifty something. Sixty maybe. He's a certain age. Do you think he's 60? <laughs> Some people are really going to appreciate that joke. Oh, yeah. I feel like Sean should have. Well, Sean's busy. He's trying to explain it. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the only one that watches You're derailing his train of thought. Yeah, I'm in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, really the only thing... The movie doesn't have going for it is that I skipped seeing Silence because it was too long, and I'm a little scared that this will be like 70 hours long. Oh yeah, it's gonna be super fucking long, right? But that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Wolf of Wall Street was like really long. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, it'll be good. 
you can't spend that much money and not get a good movie, right? <laughs> right, Colin? Sounds yeah, like right. you're going insane as you're coming to that conclusion. <laughs> I, well, I just think it's so cool that he's finally making like um, the kind of movies that he used to make back in the 80s and 90s, like these kind of like crime, gangstery kind of things with like his bread and butter of De Niro and Pesci. Uh, it is a little weird though to think like Robert De Niro is going to have to be like a 30 something year old right isn't he supposed to be like, like 35 at one part in the movie yeah and he's like 75 so <laughs> it's going to be really interesting to see how that works when does it come out well it's coming out on Netflix which is crazy but they haven't announced a release date but it was supposed to come out this year so it's for sure coming out next year but I assume Oscar time are they done shooting, or they just like have to spend like three years? De-aging? I think they're <laughs> mostly done. Yeah, they no, they stopped shooting in March of of twenty eighteen. Wow. Yeah, I, I bet they're gonna launch. They're they're gonna release this in like November. Does when Netflix does these like original movies, do they do they like market them, or do they just put them out and say, okay, it's out? No, they they they, or- they market them, and they'll they'll probably they'll probably put out a theatrical release a little bit before and put money into that too. They want those Oscars. That's why they did this, because they want those Oscars. I see Anna Paquin is billed pretty high. I wonder if Anna Paquin has to play Robert De Niro's love interest. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they do the same thing with a woman? Yeah, Sean. <laughs> you know why. I don't need to tell you. You know why. We know why. You know why. We all know why, unfortunately. hates women. Colin, does your next film hate women? I think it's trying very hard not to hate women, but I feel like it may be trying a little too hard not to hate women. It's uh, What Men Want. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow, perfect. In uh, t- two weeks or so. Um, I'm like, you know... I'd I'd be all right with Taraji P Henson starring in like a broad comedy, and she looks like she's having fun in this thing, but it just doesn't look good. <laughs> um, and I don't I don't know I don't get the feeling that they're doing like a very edgy or like timely approach to like the way men's brains work. It's just lots of I don't know men being douchebags and. It just being like, well, that's men. Uh, it's directed by Adam Shankman. Well, I'm looking at his, uh, I don't know, his, his filmography is not great. <laughs> Last movie he did was Rock of Ages. Um, he did Bedtime Stories, the Adam Sandler kids movie. I think like the one good movie he did was the Hairspray remake. Otherwise, it's like Cheaper by the Dozen 2, The Pacifier, Bringing Down the House, you know, that kind of stuff. All right. Now, now Colin, Sean and I saw a trailer for this at Widows, and that trailer yeah. fucking killed. I haven't seen a trailer <laughs> bring down the house that hard since my big fat Greek wedding, too. I think this that's is gonna true. be. I mean, that, that's really gonna be good. But like, clearly, this has an audience. This is gonna be. Oh a yeah, huge no, hit. it's gonna be a crowd pleaser for sure. It just, this, you know, this is what people want. This is what men and women want. It's just broad comedy and like getting to hear inside of men's minds and being like, can they do that? Oh man, 
hopefully Mel Gibson's not in it at all. <laughs> God, I hope he is. <laughs> is he gonna like be like it's a curse? Is he like, oh, I forgot to guy? mention, John. You'll enjoy this. Brian Bosworth is in it. <laughs> the Boz from yes. the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, the former football. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Gosh, he probably hasn't done a movie since Stone Cold from the early 90s. He's probably done something else since then, but Jesus, I man. I, I looked at his filmography. He's, he's done some stuff. Oh, really? It's just nothing anyone would have heard of. The Boz, <laughs> man. He was in The Longest Land Yard, of Boz. The remake. Wow. I <laughs> saw that. I guess I've I don't remember. Heard of. Yeah. Uh, it also looks like it, there's some scene where a bunch of celebrities are playing poker, like Shaq and Mark Cuban. <laughs> so that's fun. so weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like when celebrities are in movies because it's like, I know who they are. Oh, like Dr. Phil in Scary Movie? Exactly. <laughs> Is Dr. <laughs> Phil in this? That'd be perfect. That would <laughs> bring Dad the house. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> movie's already got enough bringing down the house for it that it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really need it right i mean it, it was <laughs> directed by the guy who directed bringing down the house he wrote the book on bringing down the house hell yeah <laughs> that's his one mission in life yep when does it come out uh i think february 8th Ah, yeah, so it'll be it'll be around it'll be an option around Valentine's Day too. Oh yeah, this movie's gonna fucking kill. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll see though. We'll see. Uh, what Cinerama? Cinerama. <laughs> <laughs> be so many laughs, you won't even be able to hear any of the dialogue. <laughs> 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 All right, who's next? It's me. Uh, is this five? How do you not know? Yeah, it. But we just we we did we did five. This is four. Yeah. Okay. My number five is the Irishman. Sean, your number five. I, I already did my number five. My, we're on four. <laughs> okay. My number four is the Irishman. Sean, your number four. <laughs> uh, my number four is Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, his. Uh, sort of i guess either like about the manson family murders or sort of adjacent to the manson family murders uh mystery crime film that he's been working on for a while because um he had the falling out with harvey weinstein which kind of delayed this movie uh which is a little bit of a shame because that meant uh unfortunately burt reynolds passed away before getting to to star in it Mm -hmm. or, or i don't know I don't know star is the right word. I'm sure he would have been pretty far down the cast list. Um, but he's the guy that owns the ranch that the Manson family stayed at. Oh, so he's been replaced with Bruce Dern. Yes. Let's see if he leaks the script like he did with Hateful Eight. <laughs> Remember that? Like his agent leaked the script to Hateful Eight and then Quentin turned to him and was like, Fuck it. I'm not making it. Yeah. And he ended up making it, but like that really pissed him off. Yeah. <laughs> Watch yourself, Bruce Dern's agent. <laughs> But yeah, this is cool to see Quentin Tarantino not do a Western. <laughs> but it'll probably still feel like a Western because maybe all his movies are or feel like it. But yeah, this seems more like the kind of stuff he was making like a while ago, like in the like in the nineties. So I assume it'll be kind of have like a pulpy feel to it. 
and the cast is amazing. It's huge. <laughs> it's got Al Pacino in it. Just yeah, just to go down the list: Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Damian Lewis, Luke Perry, Emile Hirsch, which ooh, Dakota Fanning, uh, Al Pacino, Scoot <laughs> McNary, uh, and many many more. Rumor Rumor Willis in the movie. Are you allowed to have Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio in the same movie? Yeah, well, do you know that? Wait, That's do you know big. the hook, Colin? No. Are they Brad, brothers? Brad Pitt is Leonardo DiCaprio's stunt double. Ah, cool. <laughs> Actor that... trying to get his his career kind of like back, you know, working again in like the late sixties. Yeah. Set against the backdrop of the Manson murders. Mm-hmm. How much those two intertwine, no one really knows yet. Yeah. Except that Leonardo DiCaprio is supposed to be Sharon Tate's neighbor, which is weird. Yeah, I feel like we're we're veering off into a weird territory here. But which which like that's fine, right? Because uh, Tarantino's done these historical movies that have no real respect for actual history. Or like when they like, blew up Hitler's head and in yeah. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's funny. Like this is like Sharon Tate was like. That's a that's tragic. So they're gonna have to be sensitive around some aspects of the story, and I don't know how much I trust Quentin Tarantino to be sensitive. <laughs> but we'll see. Maybe you know, mm-hmm. maybe he'll make it work. I'm super excited for that. Fair enough. Call. Uh, my next movie is probably not sensitive towards people who like dogs because you get to see a lot of dogs die in it i assume it's a dog's journey sequel to a dog's purpose Ooh, is that out i like the dog started barking in the background because <laughs> it hates the movies where they kill dogs yep i don't think this one that's the the gist with this one as much though right i, this I have just no idea dog. well from what i gather from the trailer i haven't looked anything up oh there's is... a trailer for a dog's journey, Colin, yeah. I think yeah. this movie's out, man. It's it's not out. <laughs> How come there's no trailer on IMDb if it's out? Oh wait, oh this is the, the you're talking about the sequel to Dog's Purpose, right? Which one are we talking yeah. about? Are we talking about a Dog's Journey? Yeah, I'm talking about a Dog's Journey. Okay, I don't know what I don't know. Here, hold on. <laughs> Continue what you were saying. I have nothing to say because not that much. Okay, uh, there's a movie called it. A Dog's Way Home that's out right that's now. That's it. That's what I was confused about. Okay, is that the same series? No, but uh, God, that's a confusing. Dog's Journey is a sequel to A Dog's Purpose. Isn't that isn't that the one where they were like drowning the dogs yeah. or something? <laughs> well, I think that turned out not to be entirely true, factual. Hmm. Okay, so Sean, help me understand. Are, in, are, are is a dog's way home related? Are the books related? It's related that it seems to be the same premise as Homeward <laughs> Bound and all these movies, but it's not uh, commercially related to the dog's hmm. purpose. Wait, wait. I'm I'm seeing that the author of a dog's journey also wrote a dog's purpose. <laughs> Right, right. It's, Those it's are the two. Yeah, that's links. the sequel. A dog's way home is, and the then one a dog's way home is a standalone. So it is the. It's so it's based off a book by the same author, but a different series. <laughs> John, John, think about it like this, okay? You have like Suicide Squad. You have like Jared Leto, but then you make this other movie. It's like exactly the same. It's got the same character. 
but it's it's in the dark. This is the dark dog. Yeah, yeah, universe. yeah, 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 yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So like that's a, that's all established property. No one knows what the fuck these dog books are. I got confused. Everyone else is probably bet, so confused. I bet the hardcore. Uh, what are they called? Edge pools. <laughs> I bet they know. They know their dog. Okay, but how properties. confusing is that? Okay, we're gonna adapt the first book from this guy who wrote a book about dogs that get killed. Now we're gonna do another one of his mo- his books, but it's and it looks like a sequel, but it's not about dogs getting killed. It's just about dogs. And then also this year we're also doing another one that's a sequel to the one that was before that, but it's not related. But it is about dogs getting killed. And therefore, it's in the dark dog universe. <laughs> it all makes sense. Jeez. <sighs> so this one has what? Like Dennis Quaid then? Yeah, it's got Dennis Quaid. Josh Gad. Because he was the yeah. dog. You're all the dogs. Oh, was he? Really oh, yeah, okay. Word. Yeah, that makes sense. So, did, so, so has anyone seen? I'm going to say. No, no one has seen it. Why would not, anyone have seen movie. a dog's purpose? I don't know, but I'm wondering if Josh Gad is the voice of the dog in every form as he's getting killed, or if it switches. Actors. Yeah. <laughs> I like your version where it seems to be just the moment of death for each of these dogs. Also, it's not like he like they died of like a disease or something. They got killed. They got murdered. Maybe that happens. I'm sure there's a a dog or two that gets hit by a car. Or... I don't know. Uh, what other ways dogs die? Jumping off the roof. Um, fighting vampires. Yeah. Like an I Am Legend. <laughs> so you think there's just going to be one scene where he just ends up being Will Smith's dog? Well, this guy did write a book called The Midnight Dog of the Repo Man. Maybe those ones are <laughs> supernatural. Why is this guy written so many dog books? He probably wrote one, and it just made all the money, and he's like, that's it. And just writing all the dog books. Fuck. Yeah. Hell yeah. Get that money. John, what's your next pick? Uh, it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sean, what's your next pick? Uh, pass. I'll pass. <laughs> Colin? What is it? Why, why are you passing? Because it's definitely John's number one. Why do I have to talk about it? Okay, fine. My... <laughs> Number three is the Angry Birds movie two. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> You're fucking with me now, Colin. Oh, Colin, this is actually my number one. <laughs> it has a release date, August 16th, 2019. There's no trailer yet. Um, I have no idea if these are the returning voice actors. Of course, Josh Gad's voice is in it. Um, Looks like it's the recurring cast. All right. Makes sense. You, you got that sweet, sweet paycheck once. Why not do it again? Uh, okay, so does anyone play Angry Birds anymore? Angry Birds is does 10 that, years old this year. Does any child know what Angry Birds is at this point? Oh, God, I don't. Last time I played it was in Robert Griffin. The third was still in the NFL, like, as a great quarterback because I used to play it during football games. So that was mm-hmm. six years ago? So, no. Kids aren't playing this. Kids are playing, like, Roblox. Where's that movie? Fortnite. Fortnite, Roblox. Yeah, whatever. All that stuff. Why, why, aren't, they, why aren't they making a Fortnite movie? Are they oh, waiting, you like, know they're, years? like, they're cooking up something in that lab. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they are coming out with a Minecraft movie, uh, 
which I didn't put on the list because uh, I just like don't know anything about Minecraft. It's weird because didn't it lose its director? But it's they say it's still coming out. Was this supposed to be? Directed I need a director. By, uh, Mac from Sunny. Yeah, but I heard that he um left the project, but it's still set for. Yeah, the so weird. Okay, now it's being directed by Peter Solet, who directed Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. It's got Steve Carell, I think. I don't know. All right. But uh, Angry Birds sounds worse. So, Colin, how stacked is the cast to the Angry Birds movie, too? I mean, it's pretty stacked. It's got Aquafina in it. It's got Peter Dinklage, Sterling K. Brown, uh, Rachel Bloom, Jason Sudeikis, Bill Hader, Josh Gad, Danny McBride, Lil Rel Howery, Nicki Minaj, Zach Woods, uh, Leslie Jones. Yeah. Eugenio Derbez. It seems like they're going for every demographic. I don't know who that is. He's very popular with um, mm-hmm. with uh, like the Latin audiences. He's yeah. like that How to Be a Latin Lover, and he was in that, that Overboard movie. Yeah. Okay. He's in Geostorm. <laughs> Wasn't he in like Jack and Jill or some Adam Sandler bullshit too? Dressing up like a grandma. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, he was in Jack and Jill as as the uh, very offensive gardener character. And the very offensive Gardner character's very offensive grandma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm into it. Uh, let's keep going, though. Let's, let's keep moving. John, your number two. My number two is Detective Pikachu. <laughs> okay, if you, if, you, if you had told me when I was a kid that there was going to be a live-action Pokemon movie, I would have shit my pants on the spot. It's just one of those things you don't think is possible. Like it seems like too hard to to visually realize. But they're doing it and I like the trailer and I like a lot of the personnel involved. And I think they're going to they're going to they're going to get it. I think they're going to get it with this one. Uh, it, it looks funny. It it looks imaginative. I'm a little iffy on Ryan Reynolds just because I feel like we're getting too much Ryan Reynolds now. And obviously he's very closely associated with Deadpool. Oh, I associate with Green Lantern though. But like, I'm kind of sick of Ryan Reynolds. I wish they'd gone with Danny DeVito. I don't know. Something else. Josh Gad. No. Okay. That's actually, that's actually worse. (laughs) Um, it really comes down to that script. It, it's it's currently credited to Nicole Perlman, who worked on um, some of the story for Captain Marvel and some of the story for Guardians, and is uncredited for First Man. So this is her moment to shine. I remember the the guy who uh, did that show that I like. What's that animated show that I like? I'm always talking about it. Big Mouth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not it. So, but let's just go. With, let's just say that it is that. There's some other talented people that were working on the script earlier. And it looks like it's got um, Ken Watanabe as wise, older Asian man, because you got to have at least one Asian person yeah. in a movie about Pokemon. Godzilla the Big Monster battle didn't make any of our lists, huh? I thought about it. I thought about putting Godzilla King of Monsters on our list, but it just looks exactly like the last one, just with more monsters. And if they're not fighting in the first five minutes, I'm gonna I'm walking out. <laughs> just let them fight you have four of them now you have four monsters just let them fight they should have called it godzilla colon just let them fight <laughs> but no i'm i'm very excited about uh 
this Pikachu movie. I am scared that it'll like if it's too successful, we're gonna get a shitload of Pokemon movies. But I don't know. Who cares? We're in the darkest timeline anyway. So we'll just go for it. <laughs> it's pretty cool that it's set in the Pokemon universe and it's not Pokemon in our universe. Like I for some reason always assumed it would be. They're like maybe Pikachu had like a Brooklyn accent and he's crossing New York. He's like, I'm walking here. Yeah, like basically like the Super Mario. <laughs> I just said movie. he's crossing New York. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah, a machine trying thing. to learn to speak. He's just crossing the whole thing, and he's like, I'm locking here. So huge. <laughs> Pizza spaghetti, Yankees. I think that was a line from uh, from the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. <laughs> I, I'm, walking, I'm walking here, Pizza spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when he's crossing New York. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, right. My number two pick is Star Wars Episode Nine, subtitle Heretofore Unknown. Obviously. Come on. Obviously. Uh, number two, not number one, you ask? Well, it's because I know J.J. Abrams is, is not so good at doing the third act of things. So you gotta you gotta be a little, little bit nervous. A little bit, but I still feel pretty good about it. How does Nancy feel? I want. I'm. I really want to know. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. My my biggest question, and I don't know what I want, is: Will Kylo Ren be redeemed? Hmm. Nah. <laughs> it's like I could see JJ just doing it, you know. Yeah. But you don't think he? Will I think be? he could be, but I don't think he will be. Because I don't know how I feel about either one. I think he's gonna have a, a change job. of heart, oh. but by the time he has a change of heart, it's way too late for him to do anything, and he's gonna be dead, like Darth Vader yeah. in, the, in Return yeah. of the Jedi, where it's like he has. The, but that, but that's what I mean. I think yeah. he will. Like, exi- you think he will? Because that that is Return of the Jedi. So well, yeah. I mean, Force and, Awakens and, is just New Hope, and the yeah. Last Jedi is just Empire. So that's just yeah. that's all you can do. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Last Jedi is just Empire. It's not just Empire, but I. Definitely, like at least the the whole going to train with Luke thing definitely has that Yoda vibe yeah, a little that's bit. True. I, aside from that, I don't think it's really like it. In other ways, and she doesn't even learn anything. Well, she already knew everything. Yeah. That's what I idiot. And Colin, penultimate pick. Uh, my penultimate pick is the Elton John biopic Rocket Man. Uh, really? Which, uh, it's just like it's just Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, yeah, yeah, for yeah, this year, like... I feel like it's just gonna be a big hit. I don't know. It's just like so sick of seeing just like phoned in <laughs> rock star biopics. Like I thought we would be past that point now, but I guess because Bohemian Rhapsody was such a big hit, like we'll probably just have more, just like typical. The, the rock star excesses on screen. I don't know. And it's like directed by the guy who did Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know. I'm confused because I haven't really been paying that close attention, but I thought Bohemian Rhapsody was bad. So I think and, we all did. I did. We did ever and, saw it. I, I, I still yeah, like to see it. I was it, under the impression I'm, that it was bad. Yeah. I mean, nothing I and heard then, about it seemed very good. <laughs> And then it won an award or something? It won Best Drama at the Golden Globe. For some reason. 
Like, uh, is that just because they're international people that liked it or something? I have no idea. Well, it's, it's the international foreign press. Um, so, yeah, yeah so I mean, obviously just, that's it did part better of it. overseas or. Yeah, I mean, that could be part of it. I don't know. It's weird because, yeah, definitely the vibe I was getting for a while was that, like, it's, like, kind of entertaining, but it's incredibly inaccurate, and it's basically just the exact plot to walk hard. <laughs> and a lot of the stuff in it didn't even happen. So, yeah, I guess Rocket Man will be the exact same thing. And if that's popular, then we'll get that trend. You know, we're going to start getting these crappy biopics. You know, who's... Who's next? We're gonna get our crappy Michael Jackson movie. <laughs> oh God, yeah. And then our, our Beatles movie, but that's gonna be two. It's gonna be two because it's too much story. <laughs> and too much money to pass up. <laughs> it's too much fucking money to pass up. Why not just a quadrilogy? Focus on each Beatle. Yeah, they they Ugh. could do it. Everyone's gonna <laughs> come out for Ringo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound good. I'm definitely surprised this is your number one, though. In, in a year, Colin, it's not my get... number one. It's my number oh, two. That's your number two. Okay. Yeah. But what's your right. number one, John? Uh, yeah, okay. I do have a number one. <laughs> um, yeah, my number one is Us. Yep, that's which my number is three. At, yeah, I, I figured that's what. And I and thank you for giving me the opportunity to, to speak about that. Because Get Out was one of my favorite movies from 2017. Uh, this whole social horror thing um, apparently is a thing now. Like it's a subgenre that if you look it up on Wikipedia, like it says like get out is like the main film of social horror. So I'm super excited to see Jordan Peele continue that uh, his new genre that he's apparently invented, I guess. (laughs) And uh, apparently he had this script. He's had it done for a while too. So it's probably pretty polished. It's not something that he just rushed out there to try to do a follow up. Uh, it's about a family. Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke are the mom and dad, and they take their two kids out to a beach house, and also Elizabeth Moss and Tim Heidecker are there, which is weird. Uh, but they go there, and then these doppelgangers arrive. They look just like them, except there's something wrong with them, and they're creepy, and they walk all creepy, and the son has got like a messed up face. And already, like theories are everywhere about what the trailer means and what's this mean. I love that, like people are already trying to dissect this because it makes it seem like it could be really um, complex narratively and just a lot to sink your teeth into like Get Out was. Um, Because like I was super excited to see Get Out and I had no fucking clue what that was going to be about. (laughs) And I feel like this is probably still holding a lot back. Um, That trailer is creepy. Uh, I like that they're still kind of keeping it like it looks like it's mainly one location for the most part. Like that's cool that they're still kind of keeping it simple despite the fact that I'm sure it costs a lot more money. Um. And yeah, man. Uh, it's it's uh it's coming out soon. It's coming out in March. It's gonna play South by Southwest. We'll know soon enough. Yeah, I have a lot of faith in it. I I like a lot of things you talk about, John. I think the uh yeah that trailer is uh distinctly scary and uh and thought provoking, which is not something you would say about a lot of horror movie. Uh, trailers anymore nowadays it's like it's all jump scares uh, clearly you haven't seen the trailer to happy death day to you Sean. um I, I don't think maybe i have i don't know <laughs> i don't remember it but i do remember the, this trailer and um and that's exciting and and even i a simple fool really enjoyed get out so uh hope, you're hoping, pretty smart Sean. hoping for us or is it u.s 
Whoa. I don't think anyone's ever Sean, get on Reddit yet. right now. Yeah. Get on Reddit right now. It's a game changer. Uh, my number one uh, is a game changer in that it's the end game. The Avengers end uh... game. Uh, obviously, whenever I do these lists or the end of the year best of the movies lists, I, I try to limit it to just the one Marvel I think will be the best. So uh, it's going to be a pretty full year. I think Captain Marvel and the Spider-Man movie both look pretty sweet. God, I I only didn't put those on my list because I thought you would for sure pick all the superhero movies. <laughs> I probably would put Spider-Man on my list. Um, yeah, but I here's the thing: the Avengers Endgame trailer is just characters being like, "Man, I'm bummed." And, and that's enough to sell everyone on the movie. You can think about like the Justice League trailer where it's like it's got to have a rock song and everyone's got to be doing flips and they have to show giant armies and explosions and promise you that it will be the saddest thing you ever saw. And instead, Avengers can just have Captain America shed a, shed a tear and be like, oh man, this is really bad. And, and I'm stoked. Um, I mean, I mean. Also, they can't. They probably can't show anything because they can't spoil any of the story. I mean, for one thing, as far as we know, like ha- half of the universe is dead, so you can't show anyone who's dead being alive now. That's true. Among and other things, yeah. The the supposedly all the footage in the trailer is like within the first like fifteen minutes of the actual movie, which you know maybe that's just a good rule for making trailers going forward, just in general. Maybe, huh? Maybe. <laughs> but then again, we wouldn't get that Mission Impossible Fallout trail with, with with that rule. Okay, so you guys ready for my number one? Yeah, I, I totally lost track earlier because I forgot how to count on this podcast, so I'm really excited for your number one. Okay, so my number <laughs> one is a three-way tie. Oh, hell yeah. Between Dumbo, Aladdin, and The Lion King. Oh. Uh, there was one I really wanted you to have. Sorry, what was it? Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I mean, I just don't know enough about it yet. Colin, Jim Carrey is Dr. Robotnik. (laughs) Colin, the poster is from his penis's point of view. And he's ripped. (laughs) And it stars John Ralphio. I just I just don't know what to make of Sonic. (laughs) It just is weird that they're making it. Um I watched like like i don't know like three minutes of uh the sonic the hedgehog animated show on net it's on netflix the old mm-hmm. one i remember like when i was like six or seven i was like i wanted to watch that show so bad and i saw it like one time on usa at like six in the morning or something <laughs> yeah yeah it was a little bit disappointing mm. when i watched it <laughs> well they're gonna make up for it yeah. 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 All right, Colin, tell us about your corporate fuck trilogy. <laughs> okay, well, that's kind of, you know, the, it's more of an ideological number one just because it's like, yeah, Disney's just like slowly becoming like the monopolistic, like super corporation that owns the movie industry at this point. And. I don't think this trilogy uh, of films will will do anything to hamper that because they'll probably just make like a shitload of money because everybody's got 
like nostalgia for the 90s except for dumbo i guess is a way older movie and i don't know if that one will do as well i don't feel like kids of our or i guess adults of our generation have as much affinity for dumbo we didn't really watch dumbo because it was too long yeah it was 70 minutes (laughs) uh and that one like i think looks the worst uh out of those three, three. I mean, I don't know as much about the Lion King or Aladdin because they're kind of just teaser trailers that just like you know play like the music and show you some of the the imagery from the animated movies, but brought to life through the power of CG. Um, yeah, Dumbo. It's got a creepy elephant boy in it. Yeah. And, and, oh, and to clarify, because we were talking about Dumbo's length earlier, Dumbo, the original Dumbo is 64 minutes long. <laughs> I think long. that Dumbo, uh, the Dumbo uh, remake, is definitely going to be the worst. It, it looks yeah. like it was made in a, like a green screen factory. Well, they're all made in a green screen factory. I know, but this one, like, uh, like not as good a green screen factory. <laughs> Yeah. Just because the fact that it's like Tim Burton and he just like his movies just all look so crappy and fake now, yeah. and it's got a hat for like, like really... Tim Burton instead of a visionary like John Favreau. <laughs> I mean, I'd say John. I could. I would trust John Favreau with a script more than Tim Burton right now. He's he's competent. Who's directing Aladdin? I forget. Oh yeah, Aladdin's directed by Guy Ritchie. I think Aladdin could potentially be bad. Uh, because yeah. of Guy Ritchie and because it, I feel like people have been kind of iffy on a lot of the decisions like Will Smith and oh, Aladdin like wears a shirt oh my god like, I mean I don't care about <laughs> stuff like that but there's definitely stuff that people don't like already where I feel like Lion King will probably be well liked yeah but yeah I think the yeah the bigger problem of these is just like it's not that these are going to be necessarily bad it's just like this is the laziest thing that you could do just let's just remake it like Basically, note for note, to the point where we even have James Earl Jones as Mufasa again. Mm-hmm. It's like, why not just bring everybody back? Yeah, but now he's now he's diabetic. Mufasa. <laughs> Wait just a minute. He's got to like take this shot. You, did, didn't you like diabetic Darth Vader? <laughs> what? So you're telling me that they put James Earl Jones? Oh, when he was recording the lines, he was like. No, I don't know what I'm you're saying. saying. Rogue, I'm just saying, like, Darth Vader in Rogue One, like, sounds really weird. and like It's just oh. weird that you call it diabetic, James Earl Jones. <laughs> well, it's because he does a bunch of commercials for diabetes medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not while he's doing the Star Wars movie. I know, I'm just I, saying. This is I think the thing to me is that it already feels like they're scraping the bottom of the barrel, and we know that, like, next year they're going to try to do even more, like live action hunchback of notre dame which oh yeah and like we're, i'm sure we're getting more mermaid at some point too now that we have aquaman technology <laughs> <laughs> and there's that still that mulan movie that i i guess must oh, be coming out 2020 yeah that's sean's favorite movie is there any disney movie they haven't remade yet that you guys would think would be like just so crazy if they did it tarzan ah uh, yeah i i guess they gotta have like that song though like junking around or whatever <laughs> <laughs> jerking around. It's weird to That's think that they did. Called, uh... It was called jerking around. <laughs> it's like, what are you gonna do with the jungle but jerk around? 
<laughs> He's got those strong hands from all those vines. Everyone knows you need like really impressive grip strength. <laughs> if you're doing the, the kind of jerking around that he's doing. Rosie McDonald sung that song. She said jerking around. <sighs> jerking around and you'll be in me. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Turns out Tarzan's like super perverted. <sighs> That, do you think they'll get to the point where they where they do like the princess and the frog live action? <laughs> <laughs> like, no uh, meet the Robinsons, uh, home on the range, treasure the planet, <laughs> treasure planet. Okay, yeah. treasure planet. Treasure planet is actually like a really good idea, unless they get that hack fraud Ryan Johnson. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. Like that could be. It's like, are, what's what happens when we run out of these movies? Like, are are we ever gonna get like new ones? That's what I'm interested to see is like, the the, the list make. of these movies is not infinite. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like Ten movies. It sounds like so. they've already run out of good ideas. Yeah. Ooh, how about live action I Frozen? Think... <laughs> see, it's like when you're getting into movies that are like within the decade. Yeah. <laughs> Give it ten years. We'll see live action. action. Yeah, we'll see live action Frozen in like twenty thirty. <coughs> Fuck, dude. Big Hero Six. Tangled <laughs> Moana. It's weird that when they're remaking a CG movie, is like. <laughs> I guess I guess if it's live action, then it's. it's I know, yeah, but I know what you mean. Like it feels like a downgrade. Yeah, it seems like story. these movies are basically CG movies. It's just like they're super realistic. Uh, live action okay 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 guys i want super realistic monsters like like super realistic (laughs) yeah it's like like motion capture motion capture john goodman super like etched down to like his like his beads of sweat going out his his temples every pore i want to see yeah a thousand million pores (laughs) wait so is this a cg John Goodman, like that they looks like, like John Goodman, but they okay, put so him in Sean, Monsters you see, Inc. You see what they're doing right now is I'm sure every every celebrity right now has been scanned so that they can keep acting for when they die. Yeah. So, they so what you're saying is John, John Goodman Goodman's dies, body. and they make a live action in air quotes Monsters Inc. And they put the CG John Goodman amongst an otherwise live action cast. And then they put him everybody's in a costume. Dead everybody's dead. Pretty sure everyone's going to be monsters, yes. though, in the but, movie. I so mean, it'll all be CG slash live action. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is why would it be a CG John Goodman if it's the monster from Monsters, Inc.? Because it's just, like, super <laughs> realistic. It's Yeah, so that's what they're doing. They're making a CG John Goodman and then putting him in a total body costume. Uh, so you would yeah. see, like, the zippers and the makeup. Well, no, he'd just be monsterfied. Yeah, it basically be John Goodman monsterfied. Same with Billy Crystal, um, but he's in a real setting. Same because with Billy it's not Crystal, really but Billy setting. Crystal's also nine feet tall, and he's just like a giant Billy Crystal yeah, head, but Billy with Crystal. arms and legs. He has no body because he just always wanted to be really tall, and this is a chance. Yeah, and such. Is the way of things in the year 2019, the year 
of movies that we're looking forward to and also kind of not looking forward to. Uh, will we review some of these? There's a chance. And to find out, you should keep going to mildlyplease.com. And if you like podcasts like this one, you should ser- search for Mildly Please on iTunes. And then, then you can listen to them because we've made them already. And we might make more. So, on behalf of all of us, thanks for listening this far, and we'll speak to you next time. Yeah.